blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like Hey, what's up, everybody out there in podcast land? Hello. Drew and Dan back at you. Episode two of the week. Two of the week, yeah. four of the season. Yeah, episode four of The Bachelor, but there uh, we had um, episode one of two, and now this is two of two coming at you. Yeah. This was a, uh, a part, yeah, part two of the week. Action packed. Well, actually, let's do a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, before we get into it. as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate, available during weekend brunch. Exquisite. Don't sleep on the congee. Saturdays and Sundays, one of the best brunches in the city. Tend to two. This episode is also brought to you by whoever, whatever producer on The Bachelorette thought it was a good idea to give Chad his own machete. Uh, <laughs> some really, really, really questionable, questionable decision, yeah. but I, I completely respect it. A little violence goes a long way. They're really walking like that line before for potential just utter bloodshed, mm-hmm. uh, and not just a little Evan's blood trickling out of his nose, but an absolute bloodbath was. Yeah, was, there was potential for that. Uh, Dan, I think we need to dedicate this podcast also uh, to Alex Rodriguez's back. Oh my gosh, uh, again with the backs. Uh, I, I mentioned, um, you know, obviously the side effect of steroids being pimpled on the back. I don't know if you were looking for that on Chad. Uh, I absolutely was not. No, yeah, me neither. But, <laughs> uh, but I don't know the, you know, the state of Alex Rodriguez's back as a steroid user. But um, actually, it's Mike Piazza's back that dude, is legendary. Leave Piazza out of this, dude. He's an <laughs> absolute legend. I should have worn my Piazza jersey today. Chemically enhanced Mike Piazza in his back. Um, but yeah, so to a Rod, a Rod, and your lawyers. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We yeah. uh, w- much better episode. Episode two is much better than episode one of this episode. week. We uh, also wanna we also wanna uh, say that we're we're gonna do a quick recap here. What stood out to us, and then we're gonna have our first Bachelorette pod guest on soon um, with some with some female insights and yeah. some thoughts on Jordan and uh, and James Taylor in particular. Oh, that'll get interesting. Okay, but this episode, yeah. ver- another just very Chad-centric episode. Yeah. The the kind of the gravity of the show, it should be around JoJo. It's very much about Chad, and uh, it, and which is also why I think they like he got kicked off at the end of this episode, yeah. but but he's clearly coming back next episode in yeah, some capacity. The, yeah, they previewed that that he uh, apparently walked through the woods through the night, yeah. whistling, possibly swinging a machete. Yeah, I it, okay, dude. It's obvious at the Chad is such a crazy dude that there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of ways we need to use our imagination yeah. as the viewers because the producers clearly flew him back to yeah. the house yeah and then probably drove him to a location and just pointed him in the right direction yeah and said the people you want to kill are that way yeah and then roll film roll film yeah but it's much funner to think about him just walking his way through the pennsylvania wilderness <laughs> what's the creepiest whistle back to the house the chat in the darkness um there's this moment um, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to the pod, you know Chad got kicked off, and it's interesting to think, Dan, where does it go from here? You know, there'll Jeez. be a there'll be a flare up with Chad next week, and then I don't we, know. when we say goodbye to Chad, because the show they've been building the episodes around Chad, right? Even this episode, I mean, yeah, there was a pool party, there was a rose ceremony. The rose ceremony is like the most important part of the show, not even like remotely interesting because we got yeah. we, we want more Chad. Yeah, give us us Chad, and there's a uh, uh, viewers. Or listeners, uh, I want to shout out a, a great article that was written this morning by Allison Davis on The Ringer. 
go check out the ringer it's just an amazing site yeah uh and to sum it up she says the entertainment value of the bachelorette is dependent on its villain because it's the only arm of the franchise that really lets villains shine yeah and it's so clear on the bachelorette there's there's always a villain right it's chad it's it's nick it's juan pablo whoever yeah we we were really thinking juan pablo who became the bachelor and then became the villain as the bachelor (laughs) in my opinion dude a chad bachelor season would be incredible well i let's be honest uh chad's gonna get his reality show in some capacity Mm -hmm. um and just let me just bring up i don't know if this is a hot take dan because i don't listen to any other takes really except for our own i listen to a lot when when i listen to our own podcasts as i drive um but it just seems (laughs) like for posy it seems like chad we suspected that we've talked about how does this guy get on the show how does he get through it seems like chad you know how certain guys or even girls on on these shows are there to promote themselves oh absolutely this girl's a model this girl's a singer you know maybe james taylor is on to promote his music maybe Vinny the Barber's on to promote his hair plugs. May, I mean, we, yeah, it absolutely se- he it, is. It seems that Chad could be on just to promote his bodybuilding, uh, some sort of f- personal training. I'm not sure, but just um, maybe he had to act as crazy as he did to make sure he got the camera time, to make sure it centered on him. And what's he always doing? He's always pumping iron. He's always bronzering up. He's always yeah. eating. He's The m- amount of calories he's constantly consuming. At the beginning the of the episode, shakes. he was drinking like a very neon green liquid. Yeah. Like he was maybe drinking kryptonite. Right. Dude, which, <laughs> I mean, if, if he's consuming kryptonite, everyone yeah. should be worried. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's something, something I forgot to bring up last pod is the fact that, so they... They almost said they ordered security guards, but they, they they hired these security guards around the house, right? Yeah. Dude, Chad would, like, destroy a security yeah. guard. You would need an army of security guards, and Chad, in his steroid-fueled rage, would beat them to death with a sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> and Chad is also, we, we also somehow overlooked this. He's an ex-Marine, yeah. dude. He, yeah, I always was thinking when Alex was getting after him, uh, you know, I was always thinking, dude, Alex would just drop this dude uh, being a Marine. But what I found out that Chad is also an ex-Marine, yeah. plus the chemical enhancements, it's like, oh, dude, this guy's going to be trouble to bring down. And then they just hand him a machete. Yeah, the <laughs> take episode. this machete and walk with uh, the here, guy you hate. Yeah, here you go. Uh, so just amazing Chad moments. But I think talking about the villain, where we go from here. Uh, it's clear. Evan shows signs of the villain. Dude. Ellen is... Ellen. <laughs> Can we please start yeah. calling him yeah. Ellen? Ellen uh, is is running is playing this game. He's kind of the he doesn't have the, the sheer size and strength and psychoness of of a Chad, but he's calculating. Um, he's backstabbing. He's manipulative, and and he's just a slimy little dude. Dude, in hot take, there there are actually a couple. Well, okay, my own personal opinion. Some some ranks changed for me. Yeah. This season, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I. James Taylor was like my least favorite dude. Okay. Evan Evan is 100% my least favorite dude. Yes. Now. And he had he had some great interactions with Chad. The the episode opened with kind of uh, a collective confrontation of Chad, everyone sitting around. And Evan's the very first thing he said is, "Chad, you owe me a new shirt and an apology." <laughs> And Chad's like, all right, dude, I'll give you 20 bucks. And Evan just didn't really have anything to say. Uh, And then when, uh, when Chad says, Evan, 
like you're bullying me or Evan, like you're coming at me. Evan, yeah. Evan, leave me alone. Right. Yeah. Chad is just physically intimidating everyone in the house. Yeah. Everyone kind of scoffed and then, at but, that. But to his face, he goes, he goes, Evan, leave me alone. I love Evan's facial expressions. This is like that blank stare. Yeah. Like his brain just it breaks. He can't comprehend. Last episode, Chad broke Evan's brain. Yeah. It was, we, Evan, <laughs> stay out of my way. Leave me alone. Stop bothering me. And Evan's like, ah, ah. Yeah, uh, his mouth's just open and he's just staring. But the plot twist. The plot twist is we all agreed on this. Jody agreed with yeah. us. Dude, Evan is bullying Ellen Chad. Ellen is psychologically bullying Chad. He he's is. playing mind games. Like, we're not even trying to be funny right yeah. now. He is bullying he's Chad. He's bullying Chad and then acting like, oh, well, I'm, I'm afraid for my life. Well, dude, but he's pushing the buttons. This this narrative bears resemblance to, to Edward Norton's Hulk. <laughs> Have you ever seen his his Hulk no, movie? I don't. Maybe Dude, I, I don't know. It's all Edward Norton. His, he portrays Bruce Banner, who of course Marvel fans. He's the Hulk, and the Hulk is this this just terrorizing huge beast. But Bruce Banner is like a really mild mannered scientist, and and the villain of the Hulk movie tries to like provoke Edward Norton into turning into the Hulk, right? Yeah. And that's what Evan's doing here. He's trying to provoke Chad yeah. into some kind of physical violence. Yep, exactly. And uh, I mean, Chad doesn't need any help. Chad is off his rocker. Chad is crazy. And Chad honestly took it too far this episode, yeah. which is why he went home. Chad jumped the shark, so to speak. But I think Chad, like I said, it was trying to promote Chad. I think whatever his career is trying to be, because he's like a real estate dude, but he's trying to be a bodybuilder. It's very clear just the camera angles that he's trying to get on and, yeah. and the way he's wor- way, working the system. But Chad is now threatening people's lives, threatening yeah. to go to their homes. Uh, Dude, yeah, Jordan, that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna, Dude, do you, when do the show's over, I'll be I'll find you. I'll be at your house. But he asked it. I love the way he phrased it. Dude, do you honestly think I can't find your house yeah. and find where you live and come to your house? <laughs> it's just it's amazing. amazing. So, uh, and then and then his la- one of his last lines was like, I'm, "I was gonna go find Jordan, but now I got to go find Alex." Yeah, he's like making a hit list of dudes he's got to find. It's very very matter of fact too. Yeah. Well, now I got to go find Alex. Yeah, he's so crazy. He's psycho but let's not lose sight now that he's gone uh i think the new villain is gonna clearly Mm. be evan and again to cite this will be interesting to see how this plays out allison davis in her piece this morning on the ringer again go check it out but her her kind of point is that now that chad is gone this could be a pretty boring season yeah and i could totally see that because chad again he's very much been the 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 focus of these last few episodes yeah so Uh, so just really quick we had a whole bunch of smooch confirms across the board this uh there's lots of smooches going on Uh, everyone's getting a smooch jordan got one robbie got one Derek, Derek, luke Luke, who we'll talk about in a second is leading the pack in every way now yeah luke is leading the pack and smooch confirms alex um i mean we've got across the board smooch confirms and so uh we kind of headed off to to pennsylvania yeah Um, after after the pool party after the rose ceremony yeah and so look like a rural pennsylvania and uh, which is a very strange shift yeah like why are they and it was unclear to me are they staying there for the rest of the season uh no they'll move again I, i believe they usually end up somewhere tropical right eventually yeah i guess uh, pennsylvania just seemed like a strange choice yeah i would i would have love for them like oh man we're in pennsylvania and they just show up to fox catcher ranch 
and they it just turns into a big wrestling match between all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let's talk briefly. Uh, not we don't need to recap them in full, but just our thoughts on on the the single date and then the group date yeah. in Pennsylvania. The single date was with Luke. Dude. Uh, kicked off just amazing with with the sled dog situation. He killed it. Uh, oh, there was. Okay. I mean, they. Dude, I saw. Th- I, okay, I, hold basically, on. Basically, by the way, let me let me tell Luke's this. Luke's my part guy. Luke's my guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now Luke's riding a, a sled dog pulled okay. by huskies. Yeah, hold on, you guys. A, a mixture of Siberian yeah. and Alaskan huskies. <laughs> and one Malamute. One Malamute in the in the in the power <laughs> position. You, <laughs> you guys. Uh, there it was going to a commercial break and they like they like showed a sneak peek of what's to come in the next scene and they they showed a very quick peek of like sled dogs and drew let out like an audible gasp like <gasps> i've never heard any grown person gasp like that in my entire life uh, yeah it drew was, became it, i was just it was it was my dude luke on a sled yeah luke on a sled and drew yeah. this is a direct quote he's like <laughs> he's like yo dude swap jojo out for me i want to be on the sled with luke <laughs> dude, i mean it could have been with anybody really it was yeah. just a amazing situation and so uh anyway it was just a, an amazing date uh sled dogs um, <laughs> there was luke chopping wood um and then now it's it getting super weird yeah but let, I mean, let's just talk about the obvious. Uh, Luke killed it, dude. He killed it. Uh, they're they're just conversation, and, and usually these one on one dates have the worst conversation. They're so boring. Um, just like they say the same stuff over and over again, or the guy reveals like you know this deep wound to create that emotional intimacy, which Luke sort of did in the most amazing way. Um, because I don't know, he he just I don't, what 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 were your thoughts, Dan? I mean, Luke uh, Luke definitely pulled ahead. The story he shared, his life experiences that he shared, actually showed that he's a man among boys. Yeah, he just seemed like he was super genuine. He's not trying to play any games. Um, it seemed like like JoJo obviously fell for Ben last season, right? She right. keeps bringing him up. And, yeah, and I made this comment earlier, like Ben. Ben is clearly like a good or he's he's portrayed as a good guy but he's got there's just something like really ingenuine about him I don't yeah. know he he kind of had like that politician vibe like he was trying to polish his image uh, too a much a little bit I yeah I also think he was just kind of a I think he's a good guy. I just don't know how, like, if he was hyper intelligent. Tell that to JoJo, dude. But, yeah, okay. we'll we've heard on the pod, and you can you could tell her that. But 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 Luke to his to his uh, to compliment him, he was super genuine. Yeah, he revealed a level of just emotional maturity and life maturity um, that was just like I mean, we knew he was a West Point guy. We knew he was a leader of men. We knew he was a combat veteran. Uh, but he also understands just the value of of the world and human life and relationships and moments and um, yeah. He the made only, JoJo cry. He ma- I, I would think that he got he, a big smooch. I would think that he pulled dramatically into the lead, and he probably did. But the question is, is JoJo ready for that? This is the, this is the girl who was loving that um, the the kind of raunchy comedy club date with all the dudes up on stage sharing these just horrible you know just stories that were or I should say uncomfortable things that I wouldn't want to hear and sit and listen to but she was like totally digging it I would you know if Luke was on that date which is something else to point out Luke wasn't on these drama filled group dates where everybody was fighting with each other he was he's above that he's removed from all that but if he was on that date can you see him on stage just knowing the West Point no, values I don't think like so. no I think he's just like I'm not into this I mean I could be I don't know but that's just a hunch I have based yeah. on 
um, you know, his the character that he seems to reveal. So the question is, is JoJo, is she ready for that? Is she, is she aspiring to for a guy like that, or will she, will she lower the bar? Yeah, we'll see. So to wrap that up, he gets a smooch confirmed, a huge smooch confirmed. Yeah. And then they, we forgot Awkward. to bring this up last time. <laughs> Awkward slow dance in front Dude, of a concert. Dude, I hate this. They hire these bands to, like, play for their yeah, one-on-one it's like dates. like the worst thing. Except with Luke, like, they had to dance in front of a crowd, which is my absolute nightmare. So that sucks. <laughs> uh, the group date was, we'll breeze through it. Yeah, the group date. Um, you know, obviously they played football. They had played with the Pittsburgh Steelers. There were some amazing moments in the group date. Um Dude, and little wells yeah little wells dude i i've been seeing on twitter and my mentions lots of wells love i do no not one get has it. been mentioning you dude i did not dude check the mentions i did not get it uh i'm down with dual i'm down with wells he, he's just a little pipsqueak man and my favorite part of the whole episode is when the guys are all fighting the men are fighting they're having a they're having a man's discussion yeah things are getting heated and wells raises his hand can i say something and people just walk away like well yeah, shut everyone your mouth. walks away also well, wells was still in his football uniform well, which somehow makes him look more puny. well wells with his tiny teeny arms is like uh yeah can i say something dude wells the men are talking zip it dude uh but yeah, so it was amazing when uh, he lost the game for his team by making the catch, and someone, maybe Derek or somebody, literally took the ball out of his hands and pick sixed it. But dude. after the catch, amazing moment. Um, I'm down with him. I have Wells' back. Dude, Wells, get, just get out. Um, but it was really interesting when Ben was, who also Ben Roethlisberger is super creepy, um, but when he was um, asking uh jojo who the favorites were um do you remember that moment yeah yeah um she said chase really she said chase that guy chase he's kind of a new leader that was her exact quote right he might be a new leader she said james taylor is the nicest man ever and then um you know then ben was like oh well isn't aaron Rodgers' brother here she, yeah, she was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's Jordan. And then she said, he's a good one. And it was like, she didn't even bring him up. Ben was like, who are who are the dudes? And she's like, oh, this guy, this guy, he's great. He's awesome. He's a leader. He's nice. And then he had to ask, well, where, where's Aaron's brother? And like, oh, yeah, Jordan. And it was like this moment where she's like, oh, I forgot about that dude. Yeah, he's pretty good, too, I guess. I um, think, yeah. It just, sorry, sorry to cut you off. So um, it was just kind of an interesting moment. And um you know, we're going to bring on our special pod guest to dig more into the situation here in a minute. But what what were your thoughts about that? Just the whole Jordan thing. Um, well, we'll get into that in a second. I think the big takeaway for me from the football thing was Evan's just a total twerp, and I hate him. He's just flailing around I hate the him field. so much. Here's a direct quote. <laughs> we need quote. to say that. Here's a direct quote. He says, I'm in beast mode. I spell win, E-V-A-N. Yeah. First of all, Evan, that's not how you spell win. Second you of all, your name's Ellen. And you're, t- <laughs> and you're a complete twerp. He put on one of those, like, yeah. cheek things. Yeah. And his hair was, like, in that headband. And he started bleeding again because he was running too fast, probably. And, like, a stiff breeze started his nosebleed. Also, Chad said at the beginning, dude, Evan starts bleeding when he thinks of me. Yeah. Which is maybe what happened. Dude, I'm going to miss the Chad quotes. Um. Uh, so to wrap up the group day, Wells's tiny arms can't even protect the football. How can they protect Jojo? <laughs> right. Right. That's the big takeaway. Uh, okay. We're here with our very first bachelorette pod guest ever. Yeah. In studio. In studio. We've got the Rachel Woolley who is joining us um, to talk to give us kind of, we're just a couple dudes talking about the bachelorette. Yeah creepily maybe yeah but Rachel Woolley's here she is a, a, a 
a relationship expert. Yeah. A member of the famed Wooly family. <laughs> and I might point out that now Dan and I are sharing a mic. Our heads are very close together. No, that is not true. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's true. <laughs> Can't and, confirm. Yeah, and, and Rachel has taken over my mic. Um, so, yeah, we're excited about this. Yeah. Rachel, thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks tell, for having me. Tell us a little bit. We've been talking about Jordan and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, episode one of the show, the, the pilot episode, we thought Jordan was, wow, th- mm-hmm. this guy's the favorite, it's his to lose. He's slowly taken steps backwards for me um, out of that number one position. Um, and then yesterday was really weird. Last night's episode was really strange because Jordan would be, um, she, she started so many conversations with like, no, I'm just not sure. Or tell, don't you she think she Dan, was nervous a lot? Don't I'm you just think really she, nervous? Like every conversation with her, with her and dudes was like totally normal. But with Jordan, there was always like it always began from a place of hesitation. Did you notice that? Yeah, I feel like she just really wants affirmation from him. So I feel like it's a JoJo issue, not a Jordan issue. Okay. Hmm. I feel like he's not like affirming her verbally as much as she wants, and kind of playing it like you know his cards close close to the chest and she doesn't like that she wants him to be you know telling how much he loves her and I don't know I feel like what he likes about her and how she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen because like all the other guys are doing that except for Chad I guess but (laughs) and so yeah and I think that's why she you know I think she had a hard time with Chad with that so I don't know that's the vibe I got is that she's trying to get Jordan to say things to her because she's interested Hmm. and he's kind of not being as gushy as she might like so that's an interesting take so jordan's your favorite oh yeah you think he's cl- the front runner of the show or is he just your favorite i think he i think he could make it pretty far i also think she doesn't have a great selection so i like jordan um who else is in who are like your if you were jojo and not dating mitch wilson who are you okay who, so my <laughs> so for me not for jojo yeah 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 well still jordan and uh <laughs> oh. wells i like wells a lot Bro. yes <laughs> thank you i love wells. um and then maybe like i don't know i like luke um and then there's and then everyone else is kind of in the middle like i can't even distinct like who's who and then then there's just people i don't like there are a bunch of dudes that just look yeah exactly like chase the same. robbie Dar- like they just all have the <laughs> and same Vinny like the barber <laughs> yes like, yeah oh, you're still there i know and i'm like i don't think you've ever had like a talking head interview like hair i don't plugs yeah R- does he have hair plugs <laughs> rachel can you just give me like t- a 10 second what what is it about wells that that makes the ladies love him and dan um i don't know so I think there's like an endearing factor to him and I feel like that kind of awkward like can go either way. It's either endearing that he's kind of awkward or he's just really uncomfortable like a James Taylor where you're like I don't like to be around you. You're uncomfortable. Hold on. Huh. And I think Hold I think we'll get to Wells that in a second. Continue Rachel. Is like the kind of the the precious, but I don't think that will last very long for Jojo. Like I okay. think he's objectively sweet, cute guy. I don't think Jojo wants that though. So he's kind of bringing that And he is like mix. a safe guy to have around. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And she thinks it's cute that he, like, can't do the fireman stuff. But, like, ultimately, she's going to be like, no, that's, I don't want that, though. Yeah, yeah. That he gets winded. At the end of the day, he's got to carry me out of the burning building. Yes, and if he gets winded going up these stairs, probably not great. But, yeah. So let's go back to Jordan really quick. Because I I liked him at the beginning. He was my favorite. Um, But slowly over time, I just, like, there's something weird about him that I can't really Mm. put my finger on. And he kind of has this, like he's sort of like alpha dog in every room he's in around the guys, but in like a weird, like entitled sort of way, like he does all these little things that maybe no one noticed besides me or whatever. But like, he like, 
last episode when they were like walking into the theater he like did this power play thing of kind of like holding the door for the guys and like like putting his hand on their back and like ushering them in Hmm. and then like this episode he was like one of the guys like like driving the jeep like he's always kind of taking like the 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 quarterback role yeah the (laughs) court yeah exactly and he was like all-time quarterback which he was a quarterback but like he he's very much always in the spotlight yeah I just don't I don't really get like a genuine vibe from him and Hmm. can I share a really hot take with you Yes, please. Keep well, it in mind. Jordan's your favorite, right? Yeah. But what, do you think he's a genuine guy, or what do you think's going like, on? Like, what do you think Jordan's purpose in being on this show is? I, well, I, I don't know that much about his history. I know he was a football player at some point. I don't know. He hasn't really opened up about, like, past relationships or whatever. I think he's gen- I don't have a reason to not think he's genuine. Okay. At least, I mean, I don't know. He seems the most normal out of all of them. Okay. Like, they all have kind of weird quirks, but he seems pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, well, before you got here, we talked about how Chad might have been on the show just to promote some sort of bodybuilding career or <laughs> oh, yeah. personal training. You know, maybe James Taylor is trying to promote his music, you know, <laughs> yes, like that's arm definitely veins it. quarterly. Maybe, maybe Evan's trying to promote his medical practice. Uh, and there's a chance... I don't know. Dan's been doing some research. Yeah. Okay. And we're not sure that Jordan's on the show for the right reasons. Hmm. What? Did, what? What did you? What did you? Oh, like discover, Dan? So Jordan, Aaron Rodgers, his brother, mm-hmm. is like considered. Uh, he won MVP last year, so he's like a he's big best deal. quarterback in football. You can. He's say dating that. Olivia Munn. Don't know who that is. Okay. Cool. Same. <laughs> also, didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was before. Bet. The show. Oh, well, so. we're 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 enlightening you. <laughs> okay. Enlightening. Okay. So he's you. really important in the football community. Got it. His brother. His brother is. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the younger brother of Aaron. He was on three different NFL teams, not for that long. I don't think he really I ever think started. He, I even. think he's a no. I think it was a practice squad situation. So like nothing. Yeah, not not. Hmm. I don't know if he was really a roster guy at all. Which means he was not that good. Okay. Yeah. Just a dude. Anyways, living in his brother's shadow trying to get the spotlight on three different NFL teams. After his brief football career, he had a brief acting career. Oh, they all do. Acting or modeling? Like, Can I tell you a movie that he was in that you may have seen? Oh, no. A little movie called Pitch Perfect 2. Ooh, (laughs) I've not seen it. I have seen Pitch Perfect 1, Featuring Jordan Rogers. Oh, my gosh. As a Green Bay Packer. Which was not that long ago. No, yeah. So... Acting career maybe didn't pan out. Wow. He suddenly pulls some strings, ends up on The Bachelorette. My theory is, and I just thought of this this morning, and I kind of can't believe I didn't think of it before. I don't think he's really here for JoJo. I think he's here because he wants to be the next Bachelor. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I think he could definitely be the next Bachelor if she doesn't pick him, which, yeah, I have no idea who wins. This is, like, the first year where I've watched it where I don't know. And so I feel like he could could be the next Bachelor. I also think he could win, though. So I don't know. I don't know. He seems he seems more genuine to me. Like okay. some of these other guys seem like they've got, you know, like James Taylor wants to get his music out there or whatever and um a lot of times like just from the seasons I've watched there are people that have been, you know, modeling or acting or whatever and that's how they get on the show. So I don't think it is as much of a red flag, but hmm. you know. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, I guess we'll see. Real quick. I just want to believe the best in him. I will say this. Well, then you're a better person than we are. Um, <laughs> but we knew that coming into the show. So, Rachel, yes. um, 
I don't know if you follow our Twitter mentions. Uh, it's probably at, at Drew Martin and at Dayo Tree. But um, you probably follow af- after our Locked last you. after our last last <laughs> pod, um, some people um, in, in the mentions were saying they think maybe that uh, James Taylor could be the next. Bachelor. Oh, I hope not. And I, you know, he seems obviously too polarizing, but at the same time, he's like this incredibly nice guy, and maybe there's a lot of people rooting for him. Hmm. Uh, give us your thoughts on James Taylor. Yes, please do. Oh my god. Keep in mind that Drew swoons over this guy. I, I think he's a great guy. I don't think he's a contender for the show. I just think he has shown that he's a genuinely incredibly nice guy. Let me before before because I'm really interested to hear what you think because I think we think the same thing about James. <laughs> If you're JoJo, if you're a girl and a guy, his only way of like conveying his feelings for you is through like a note or a guitar. Like what? Are you like, man, this guy really cares about me. Or are you like, this dude's super insecure. I wish he would just like talk to me. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. He is a little insecure. That's what people find endearing. Okay. Here's the thing. No, that's okay. Yes. Go. I think, I think that. It comes across as insecure, and like I said earlier with Wells, like I feel like that kind of awkward insecure can go either way. So you can find it endearing, like I do in Wells, or you can find it really uncomfortable and like he can't have a conversation with you, and he's singing. Like, why did he even bring his guitar? That's weird. Thank you. Like, why was it just conveniently in the back of the car? He's a singer-songwriter. And okay, this is going to be an unpopular opinion but even when he was opening up about his insecurity to her I didn't feel like that was genuine I feel like he was trying to get like pity points either from her or America to be the next bachelor yes I I didn't feel like it was the stop like all the people I was watching it with were thinking I was heartless because I was like barfing the whole time but I just think (laughs) seriously I'm like this is so like scripted and he's trying to get like pity points from her and for her to think that he's just a sweet sensitive guy and I thought it was I saw through it I don't know I think nice. his insecurity comes out in him just being just so grateful to be around her and he compliments her Chad's insecurity Ugh. comes out with him wanting to murder everybody <laughs> I want to murder myself after what you just said about I, James Taylor I don't think Wells is that insecure I just think he's a total pipsqueak <laughs> <laughs> so. but I think James Taylor is a pipsqueak did, did, he's just maybe tall and bulkier but he's a pipsqueak at heart and his hair is horrible yes <laughs> right he's, he's and he's not that good of a singer yes, from what i remember you. and uh, it's got that country vibe which is just kind of yeah. i mean again probably an unpopular opinion but it's a little weird all thank right. you uh rank, rank your top three um jordan, jordan for me or for her because that's the thing is i like wells a lot but i don't think wells is good for her okay uh give us both okay me jordan wells mm, I like Luke. He's got kind of a weird stare. He's got like dead eyes. He's seen so much. (laughs) He he guards your country while you sleep at night. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Maybe Luke then. I also kind of liked Derek. I thought he handled the drama really well last night. Is Derek Derek like bulky John Krasinski? I was going to say the John Krasinski lookalike. He got face to face with Chad. I I liked his conversation. Yes, he he stood his ground. And he actually, Chad like just tried to totally be a jerk to him. And Derek just truth bombed him. Yeah, he actually explained like like, the issue. Just walk away because I can't handle the truth. Yes. So I kind of, I don't think he's like necessarily necessarily the most attractive or interesting person but I think I think as far as like the guys getting involved in the drama he's probably the most appealing in that end like character wise so so maybe Derek how about for Jojo top three for Jojo (sighs) well Chad obviously no I'm just kidding um (laughs) gosh probably Jordan still I don't know and then I would say Luke probably second 
and then one of the like in between guys that we haven't heard much from because like okay. those underdogs always horse. pop up yes That's so like one of the randos who's a great guy yeah so what's that like bobby or robbie or whatever that guy uh, yeah robbie oh, yeah gross. the Probably swimmer <laughs> yeah that dude just looks like i don't know something's going on he's a little too kendall for me really i just feel like the ones that don't ever get like camera time like by episode five or six they're just like front runner yeah, all she of a seems to be super into him there's some serious smooch confirmed going on with that dude but yes he, he creeps me out man yeah the smooch confirm was a little Pro- almost creepy in itself he might mm-hmm. just creep me out though because he is a competitive swimmer <laughs> what do you have with swimmers <laughs> that's just a super weird thing to be competitive <laughs> <What>? in what <laughs> okay <laughs> michael phelps you're not like yeah he's a total weirdo oh, okay well <laughs> Interesting, Drew. You're not right in the head if you just spend that many hours just in a pool, just swimming laps. This is like your brain's got to be on a different level. Yeah, the chlorine maybe. Just like. And then what's the other guy that looks like him? Chase? Swimming down the lane again. (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, Drew. All right. Well, get out oh, of yeah, here. Chase, I kinda, or like Chase. I'm I feel down like with Chase. Chase. Is yeah. a he hasn't really gotten a lot of screen time. Which is, I think is a clue in itself. Mm. Like, the producers I don't know. are trying to throw us off the scent. Yeah. How many seasons have you watched, Drew, of the show? Uh, I'm not really sure. I watched the last. Um, <laughs> I watched the like show with Farmer Chris, and okay. then like Desiree. Maybe so. Maybe like two or three. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I can't. I, I can't really tell the difference between the Bachelorette and the Bachelor. They kind of run Wait. together. <laughs> Drew can't tell the difference between girls yeah. in general. Okay, no. <laughs> he told me no. that the other day. <laughs> That's out of context. But that uh, he told me the, that the they all kind of run. All the people run together in my head. So yeah. Okay. Because I just feel like the show has such specific patterns that get more predictable, and usually the underdogs are the ones that make it, like. You know, Ben, we never heard anything from him. Made it top oh, three, and then that. was the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. like they're just yeah, really. True. So I almost feel like Jordan's probably not going to win just because he is so friend center, but could be the next bachelor. You're right. I just yeah. feel like any, any guy that's not interesting, like just doesn't like won't win, you know? Like, so James Taylor. J- well, <laughs> James is like, he'll stick around because he's like super polarizing. Like people either hate him or they love him. Like, Maybe he's next Chad. How like, can you hate the nicest guy in the world? Dude. I'm so confused. Ugh. I feel like we just went over this. <laughs> uh, okay. Couple just broad questions. So JoJo, like, and I guess this is just like a question about the Bachelor, Bachelorette. I feel like night one, in a way, you like already know, like, I hate all these people except for like this guy and maybe like these two dudes. Mm-hmm. Do you think she knew like right off the bat? Oh, yeah. Like, Jordan, yeah. Wells, whatever. Well, and it's got to be, yeah, I think she knows right away. And I think, honestly, like, you could probably write off maybe half of them because you're like, yeah, I just, like, we had a weird conversation. You're not cute. Like, I think there's no way that all 25 of them or whatever are truly contestants right off the bat. Well, then my other question, because it seemed like from the first episode that her and Chad, like, had a good, like, they genuinely had, like, a good interaction, you know? And even episode two, like, Chad, like, everyone else was kind of like, dude, Chad's kind of a psycho. But she was like, ah, I kind of like him. And even this episode, she was like crying because she's like, he just lost his mom. And yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I think like, do, do you think that once those first impressions are formed, it's super hard to get rid of them either way? Like, yeah, 
I think I think sometimes I underestimate what she's actually exposed to. So like I was like, why is she not alarmed by all these security guards here? Like, shouldn't she think that's a red flag? And then in this last episode last night, she was like, why are there security guards? Like, I assumed she knew the whole time that there's security there. But she actually didn't know because she hadn't been at the house much. So I think she probably doesn't get a lot. She gets that first impression and then not a lot of interaction time. So even though we see it, and I I think the producers have a lot to do with it. I think they make strong suggestions of who to keep and and occasionally drop a psychopath off at the front door of the house <laughs> yes with exactly a <laughs> and then, this do you notice that they gave him a machete Just, no who yeah. chad yeah chad and, oh and alex are walking through the woods one with a machete one with an axe two <laughs> marines who hate each other oh yeah it's like because uh, they're chopping the tree down yeah, yeah this is gonna end great oh my gosh yeah that was yeah hot yeah. Mess, i feel but. like it it's interesting if chad wasn't so crazy I feel like he'd make it pretty far. Like, yeah. Like, because every, every guy in the house was telling JoJo, like, this is a really bad dude. Mm-hmm. He has threatened us. And she let him stick around. I. But then his crazy just comes out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't More know. than I thought it would. Yeah, he, we talked about it earlier. He definitely took it way too far. <laughs> um, and, and they were contrasting his monologues with just a pacing it was like yeah yes, like just bear sounds just a bear pat- pacing back and forth it was and then like, the like <laughs> creepy shot of him like crawling up the woods yeah, and like finding the house whistling. yeah yeah he probably wasn't even really whistling yeah. who knows yeah probably just not super so super creepy, creepy. Uh, anyway back to your question dan yeah i think that i think you know she ha- and that could be the same with jordan like she has you know didn't he get the first impression rose yeah yeah so i think i think if there were to be something weird with him, which fingers crossed there aren't, because I love him, but I feel like I feel like she wouldn't see it for a long time. And then the producers kind of suggest, like, yeah. hey, keep him on or whatever. I feel like he's going to be the next Bachelor. I think something's going to happen, either like JoJo, JoJo's not down with him, or hmm. it's one of those situations where at the end he's like, hey, I don't think we're right for each other. I can other. see him doing that. Like, okay, I made it to top three. I'm going to leave so I don't get embarrassed on national television. I do, but yeah. I have a chance to come back now. Yeah. yeah. I think he has to make the top three because he'll get a hometown date. Ah. He'll meet his brother and his brother's wife and okay, his that makes family. Sense. And that's just really good for the show. But yep. I, I don't know. I mean, my biggest takeaway uh, just from last night, Rachel, just uh, uh, kind of leave you with this. I think Luke's winning. Really? I think, I think so, too. Okay. I, th- I think Luke is winning. Um, I think he took just a huge flying leap forward last night. Hmm. Um, the question is, is she going to want to be with a guy like that? She described him as just like this. Uh, she got really excited talking about how he seemed really mysterious Dude, uh, yeah. and my guy. You should have seen Dan. That's my Perka. thing. When JoJo, who, you like mysterious? who Dan has a huge no, no. Dan, Dan, Dan's whole vibe <laughs> is mysterious. Look at yeah. Dan; he's wearing all black, right? You don't because know he tries anything to blend, about me. He tries to blend into the background. He tries to live in the shadows. He oh, tries he to live wants. Like, okay, I Dan see. tries to live mysteriously, she, and, and I would have tried harder to get on the show if yeah. I knew she liked the mysterious <laughs> guys. When, when, when JoJo said she was into the mysteriousness of Luke, Dan was just like. What? Like <laughs> he perked up so much. Like if she's looking for mysterious, he starts tweeting at her. It was like, it was, that's not very mysterious. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Thank you, Rachel. You've been a great guest. Bye. <laughs> we, we're glad. We're glad you were on. But uh, any last thoughts, you guys? Well, I, I the one thing I'd say about Luke is, yes, I feel like he is a front runner in a lot of ways. Although I did notice last night, I felt like she was kind of talking in circles when she was talking about him. Mm. Cause there was one point where she was talking to him and saying like, 
yeah, you're just like, a, you're not a really rugged guy, so it's just kind of funny seeing you out here, like, you're just really sensitive, and then later in her, like, talking head interview, she was like, yeah, he's just so rugged, and, like, she kind of was, like, going yeah. back and forth, like, interesting. I felt like she was just saying words, I didn't, I don't yeah. know, I got the impression she was just saying what she says about, like, filler words to describe him, because yeah, she, she kind of contradicted herself. Well, that seems to be, yeah, <laughs> she probably was just saying those words, because mm. it probably gets tedious having these confessionals against all about all these different dudes yeah. but yeah to say luke's not rugged is is crazy right yeah i mean the dude's probably because i think she meant it as a compliment yeah. like you're like sensitive and whatever but then later was like actually wait that's like an attractive attribute so you're really rugged like she's just mm. i don't know i also don't love jojo so yeah not in the way dan does yeah well no, not in any way <laughs> few do <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, few can <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. Uh, uh, any any uh, last thoughts? Yeah, we're what are we what are we thinking here? Sorry, <laughs> I just looked at Drew's notes and he has a line that just says Robbie swimmer weirdo. <laughs> Drew, I don't get why you think that's weird. <laughs> Look, if you don't get me, you don't get me. <laughs> Anyways, Rachel, thank you for being on Thanks the pod. Thanks for having me, you guys. Maybe we'll have you again. We really want John Woolley to be on the pod. Okay. Maybe every Woolley. Yeah. Tom would be a great addition. <laughs> yeah. Is John oh, Woolley yeah. listening to us right now? Who could know? Sup, John. I'll have to tweet at him. Speaking of mysterious. He's definitely watching the show, so okay. he'll have input. Uh, and I think he's a Chad fan, so he could be an interesting yes. element. I don't know. He did tweet hashtag free Chad the other night. So That was great. Uh, Rachel, thank you for being on the pod. Of course. To the thousands listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. To the thousands, we appreciate you. We can't do it without you. Free chat. Oh.